got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie All it takes to get me by Fool my belly till the day I die Cold dog soup and rainbow pie We ain't gonna talk about the mothers like we all had. No, not on this Mother's Day. We're not gonna talk about the kind of mothers that nurtured us and did all the things that Hallmark cards talk about. We're gonna talk about the mothers that Shaft was talking about. Because we're gonna shut be your talking mouth. about the bad mothers. Um, you're not gonna believe this, guys. Was not hard at all to find a slew of poems about bad mothers for Mother's Day. <laughs> you're now one you're not gonna believe it. It was so easy to find these. One of the uh, the podcasts that I listen to a great deal is a horror fiction podcast, and there's a great deal of stories that detail like wicked stepmothers or just wicked mothers or a wicked messenger that get that get Eli, that, he did right. that get theirs in the mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. but you know there's not a lot of i i don't think i've ever really read poetry about bad moms well buddy there's a lot of it here to tell you that they got i know there's a movie about with cameron diaz <laughs> yes those moms yeah there were some bad moms time. um i was so spoiled so spoiled for choice, it up. I, I, I narrowed it down to three, based solely on, my God, these are the only ones of a certain length. Everything else were just these long diatribes. Oh, it was they just a were litany, a litany so of... Long. Can you think, it's like, it, yeah. Mommy Dearest immediately comes to mind. That's a movie about a bad mother. Um, that mm-hmm. movie where that big... I think of a... I was going to say, I think of the movie Psycho, where the Norman his Bates mom. and his mom. Spoiler uh, Friday alert. Friday the 13th. Ooh. I remember a long... Friday the 13th was... Yeah, the yeah, original. depends on how you want to... The original bad that. mom. Well, I don't know. Is she a bad mom? Yes, she sent her waterhead son to a, a camp. But what Jewish mother <laughs> wouldn't do that? Um, and, is Voorhees a Jewish well, name? Well, I don't know that, uh, but... Cause if it summer is, summer camp is traditionally a, a Jewish <laughs> rite of passage. Um, so, and Voorhees could pass. Yeah. It's certainly a, a name that could pass for Jewish. Um, but she sends her waterhead son to uh, the horniest <laughs> camp on earth. <laughs> and yeah, the counselors are banging each other while he drowns and dies. So yeah, that could be uh, yeah. construed as a bad mom. But she comes back in the end to wreak vengeance. And through her rage and fury, she resurrects her son from the dead to continue her path of bloodshed uh, in, I don't know, upper what, upper New York, upper upstate New York somewhere, maybe. <laughs> Again. Sure. The, f- yeah, the finger legs, maybe. It's definitely a Jewish ritual yeah. to bring him back from the dead, so I'm totally on board <laughs> with him being a Jewish I'm man. just really riding mm-hmm. this Jew thing. Also, the, the, uh, also in, in Sleepaway Camp, you know... You don't really know. I, I still can't tell if it's the mother, the father, the aunt, or the uncle, but it's one person yes. who you think yes. is the mother at the beginning of the movie, and that's a mm-hmm. bad person. But aren't we all mothers? Of invention. Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> exactly. But no, guys, it was so easy. Here and here's I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right off the bat. Um, Sean, you're not gonna like any of this because I'm not gonna be very woke. Because anytime mm. I read a poem about a bad parent, immediately start victim blaming. That is go to move for me. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> what did you? I think I think I think I think I agreed with your stance when we tackled my my Father's Day poem last year. Mm-hmm. Whatever you say, Doctor Freud, you can diagnose yourself uh, immediately. So let, there's no sense in wasting any more time. But to all the mothers out there, if you have a poem written about you like this, it's not your fault. This poem is called. A Bad Mother, and it comes to us by a submitter, <laughs> Phil Soar. <sighs> Nothing good will come of it, my mother used to say. She always stopped me doing things in case I went astray. She always used to tell me that I was raving mad and I'd end up in a loony bin when I was just a lad. She once said I was mental because I liked to think that I could be Elvis or could write a book on drink. Oh yes, I had some vivid thoughts. It did not do me wrong. She called me very many things as my life went along. And now, she is here no more. I can't imagine how I've turned out to be the man I am and how I've lived till now. So, reading that initially... I don't know why he called it a bad mother because he didn't say a whole lot of he didn't get down in the dirt like some of these other folks did. Um, she called right. me nice. He kind of left it. He left it pretty classy, and I would have uh, appreciated if you had read that in a British accent there because are, there's a lot you, of you are correct. British um, language I, I in here. I didn't realize that until I got to or could have. Oi, a bad mother. <laughs> Let me tell you about it, Gov. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that, Kirk. One one thing that does bug me, one thing that does bug me about these about poems when people use "lad," but it's obviously an American author. That's also what I can't figure out about this because I would accept, I would have expected a bad mum. Oh, out of yeah, no, I I I think it's an American author that's just trying to shoehorn in a rhyme. (laughs) Yeah, trying to get on the Harry Potter money. That's so true. But he says so. The mother would criticize him because he thought he could be like Elvis or could write a book on drink. What the fuck does that mean? Uh, I guess he is a drink connoisseur and always wanted to produce a, a book or a volume of a books about his wine. What a fantasy to have. Maybe a mixologist. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really, he's not aiming high Air Force on that you one. You know what I'd like to do, guys? I'd like to drink, write a book on the history of the slow gin fizz. That is my lifelong goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's a market. Can I pre-order that? There's one called mm-hmm. Tom Collins, not just a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't understand why. It 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 just seems like the 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 mom in this poem was some somebody who. She was a realist, yeah. you know. She she wanted she to keep a... she wanted to keep her uh, her son's feet or or daughter's feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. It's Looney. I guess that's a, you capitalize bird names. You don't. Right? You don't. I, I'm not crazy, right? That's that's how a, a, a we went to a kid whose last name was spelled mm-hmm. like that. We went to school with a, a kid whose and last if you name had was a spelled that bastard. way. 
But yeah, thought, that's not how okay. you're supposed to spell it. All right, it, so that was, that was to ease us in. That was to ease us into this. Now we're going to get a little... Uh, All right. They don't do good with titles on these things either. Because that was... I will say, also, if, 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 I, if I may, one last thing on, on this last one. Um, if, if by way of bad moms... This is like a, a one. If out the of worst thing she did was like, tell you on the scale yeah, of from uh-huh. one to Babadook, this is certainly on the left hand side. <laughs> um, Look, the mom and Babadook was struggling yeah. with mental illness, and that was not her yeah. fault. Spoiler alerts. Yeah, I did want to. I did want to compliment you, Hankins, for for finding a poem where they actually rhyme. Because man, this is easy to read. <laughs> you want to? It's like the Doctor Seuss. You want to make a run poems. of the back? That's what bad makes a good poem for rhyme. this. County renowned. Oh, is no, no, no. They're the, doing it the in a British accent. There, the no. bad mother. <laughs> oh. We had a bad mother, which, as Sean pointed out, was just kind of you know she was. Kind oh, of gotcha, bad. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, gotcha. This is the bad mother mm-hmm. by Susan Griffin. Creel, make a run at that one. Mm. The bad mother wakes from dreams of imperfection, trying to be perfection. All night, she's engineered a train too heavy with supplies to the interior. She fails. The child she loves has taken on bad habits. Cigarettes, maybe, even drugs. She recognizes lies. You don't fool me, she wants to say. The bad mother ready to play and win. This lamb who's gone, this infant she's pinioned to, does not listen. She drives with all her magic down a different route to darkness, where all life begins. I don't know what the word pinioned means. going to admit it right here in front of you guys and God and everybody. I... I looked it up, and if you, uh, it's, you know, like when you open up a, a, a watch uh-huh. and there's all those gears inside? This is like the gear that's like inside another gear. Okay. There's like a circle of gears and then so an interior like cog, gear inside fun- of that. That's, okay. That's so, what rack pinion and pinion means. steering yes. is something yes, I've yes. heard all my life. That is what that is. Yes. Boys, when I read mm-hmm. this last night, I couldn't even pronounce that word. <laughs> so I said, immediately, this is a. Um, any any clue as to what is mm-hmm, going mm-hmm. on in this poem? <laughs> I have an idea yeah, if, if you want me to take a shot. All right, I think this this poem is about a mother who is pregnant and she, like the the tea seems to hint she's engineering a train that's too heavy with supplies in her interior. So I think she's talking about herself. And then she's dreaming about the child that's inside of her and about the evils of the world that might take hold of the child. You know, like bad habits, cigarettes, drugs, lies, just sort of the fracturing of the relationship after the child is born. And then I'm not really sure what to make of the last couple lines in the poem. I'm not sure whether or not this the mother wants did to have decide? an abortion or just did, did give birth decide? at the she's end. She's either deciding to have an abortion know. or to give birth to the Antichrist. That is what the last couple lines seem to tell us. Right, because... This is... Because the text says she drives with all her magic down a different route to darkness where all life begins. So either the darkness is 
no lie for the darkness is sort of the birth cavity it that the could life be is that beginning she's, from. She's in a scenario so I don't know, where it's she's weird. pregnant. Um, and across town, right. a special needs person is about <laughs> to be executed for a crime that they don't know that they were committing. Oh. And in so heaven, this is in Texas. The guff move. is now empty of souls. And so no souls can come down into the babies that are born. Right. Who's and the next so one if this baby is born, as they kill this special needs person, then the mm-hmm. Antichrist is born. And this is just the original treatment for the seventh seal. <laughs> I can see that. But, Interesting. But we both picked up on the fact that it's probably about so. a pregnant mother um, who's going to make a like decision. Just, but the child she loves is taking on bad habits. Um, does she? Does this mean that the pregnant mother is just doing drugs all through the pregnancy, and now this baby's high as a kite too? <laughs> I think so. No, I think I think yeah. it's just it's a it's a mom who's imagining or a soon to be mom who is imagining the worst case scenario for her kid: um, drugs, cigarettes. This this future kid is is running with a bad <laughs> crowd, and I th- I think it's just expressing fears that I imagine all soon to be moms have. Like, oh my god, what if this kid's a shit? It will be. There's no getting around it. How come she? How come she only worries about bad habits, drugs, cigarettes, and lies? There's a lot more bad things a kid could could get into. This uh, just seems like yeah. an anti Have you seen those uh, truth commercials? The kid the could truth. be into cyber mm-hmm. currencies. The kid could be into childish Gambino. Mm-hmm. The kid could be Russian <laughs> collusion. Russian collusion. Mm-hmm. There's so many more bad things. Don't even get me started about superfoods. Mm. <laughs> Boo GMOs, am yeah, I right, God. guys? That's a whole other podcast we're about to start called Boo GMOs, Ghost in Your Food. <laughs> Or yay GMOs. I, I forget know. which I don't one know. is. The bad mother the, ready the most to douchey. play and win is a line that I have no clue what to do with. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think... I. Well, first of all, mm. you know, by the title, she's imagining this worst-case scenario outcome for her kid, her unborn child. And she's... I don't know if projecting is the right word, but she's labeling her own self a bad mother because this kid is she's already convinced it's going to turn be out a like a shit liar just a smoking oh. liar <laughs> well well who wants to bring a, a kid into a world That's like right, this disease full of smoking hunger, liars GMOs, <laughs> russia iran iraq i just Brazil? i just imagine like the the West Newbury, the biggest like most uh most most haunting yeah, villain. Canada. I, the list goes the on. The worst and on. villain that this author can think of is like some kid in like a jean jacket yeah. smoking a Marlboro, <laughs> and like their friend comes along and says, "Hey, I heard you're having a party next nope. Friday, and you didn't invite me. Are you having a party next Friday?" Nope. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> this poor mother just gets shivers. Ah, I don't want my son. That's like three Thanoses. <laughs> I don't want to be my son mm-hmm. to be that dude they just added to the second season of Stranger Things for no reason. <laughs> spoiler, uh, no, no spoilers. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think it's all. I don't think that's a spoiler. I only watched four episodes. Of well, the then you've season. seen the dude I'm talking about. Oh, uh, well, he. 
the, oh, yeah, the skate the girl. The oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah, 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 has an in for yeah, Fucking yeah, meathead yeah. stereotype mm-hmm, number mm-hmm. one. He is that guy mm-hmm. who you used to do the impression of, Sean, who would always who would always wonder mm-hmm. how you losers from Loserville got to this party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where you and the Geek Squad show <laughs> heard about this party. Take your boi- Poindexter crew. Go back I to love, nerd. I no. love calling somebody a Poindexter. It is one of my favorite insults. Oh yeah, it's great. I mean, it just didn't, people don't call nerds Millhouses. Well, enough. I mean, because the nerds won in the end. That is ultimately the problem. The nerds have ro- ruled the mm-hmm. day. Where mm-hmm. you made a reference to Thanos, and I know you didn't read that comic book. That's no, what I'm saying. No, no. I yeah, that's, exactly. The but the nerds have have so seeped into the culture that, that it's here. All right. When the hottest name in 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 hip hop, Childish Gambino, yeah. refers to himself that, as a nerd, you, you know, know that the it's nerds over. have won. When Lando Calrissian is now the uh, is the new Malcolm X, then we are in deep, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the. Uh, the main event here is by Jack McEfo, mm. Um published in 2008. He writes a poem called Blind. Sean, you want this one? Uh, I would love to. Give me uh, two seconds for a cough break. He's taking a cough break. We're going to play a little cough break music for you. Ooh, let's sponsor this cough break by Ricola. Ricola. Made the mistake of uh, googling persistent cough oh, yesterday, and uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like a week and a half. It's either post nasal drip or FBA. What is oh full blown AIDS? <laughs> oh, there was a skit on Saturday Night Live just last night where they replaced AIDS and rent with diabetes. Hilarity ensued. Oof, that's tough. This is Blind by... Oh, I don't like I don't that either, right? You all. said I struggled with it when I said it a while ago. I don't know what to do with that name. Jack M-C-I-F-C-O McKeefco <laughs> published in that anything on the internet is published <laughs> July 2008. Published author Jack Mehoff of the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Blind. You are blind. You can never see all the anger built up in me. I hated life. I wanted out. You didn't care. You would just shout. This is my first time reading this. This also should be done in a British accent. Just want to back. I just want to let you know that going forward, you should be doing this in a British accent. I felt so alone. I'm not doing that. Creel's the British guy here. I felt so alone. Thought I didn't need anyone. Turns out, I just needed a mum. <laughs> the black sheep, I was never apart. Furthest away from your heart. Things have changed. I'm growing old. I don't need you. You still feel cold. I'm now out of sight, out of mind. I don't need you. I'll do alright. I don't need your blessing or your cash. Without your help, I'll make a splash. Land on my feet with a crash. I'm happier than ever. My life's brand new. And most of all, I'm not like you. This shit is cold-blooded. I don't know why it's blind, Jack McKeefe. Because you are blind. <laughs> and you can never see 
all the anger built up. The mother is blind. Mm -hmm. Just a ray. First, okay, so he's the black sheep, right? He he's cast himself mm -hmm. as black sheep in this family. You know, this is just a regular dude who didn't want to eat Brussels sprouts or something, and felt like it was an affront to his manhood to be made to eat a vegetable. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what, mom? Or like, couldn't go to a party, or like, you were really party boy. Did you was made really to go to tech school. <laughs> you really I are. Am? Yeah, rain it in. This guy wants to have a good time on Mother's Day. He can't wait to get down to Red Robin. Yum. Are you talking about, are you talking uh -huh. about me? You keep, you Why keep am I the mentioning party parties and every analogy you make, you're like, yeah, it's like oh, some dude yeah. was going to a party and then a party happened and then we're hey, partying man. down. You ever been to a party with a black <laughs> sheep, bro? Come on. <laughs> you walk in with a black Chris sheep. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. He's cat. Mm -hmm. So this is 2008, mm -hmm. right? So what does the black sheep in a family look like in 2008? Um... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would consider myself the black sheep of my family just because, like, no one else in my, like, my two sisters aren't assholes. <laughs> that does, I think the family has to decide you're the black sheep. That's part of the thing. You don't get to anoint yourself as the black sheep, which I'm sure is what this guy has done. If they were asked, they'd anoint me. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> They're just they're just too kind to not do it without prompting. So on the next census, that needs to be a box on there. <laughs> it does. Yes, absolutely. Saying. That will be the official check. Mm -hmm. List all the members of your family. Check if black sheep. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then if they get a sense, if they get a consensus back, then yes, you are officially labeled mm -hmm. black sheep. But that probably lets you claim homestead or something. You probably get some sort of tax credit for being the black sheep of the family. I would hope, I would hope so. I would hope so. Um, so he says he was never a part. He means he was never as the black sheep. He was never a part of the family. A not I would not imagine. a part yes. as he's written here. <laughs> I was never a part, meaning he was held intact his whole life by his body. <laughs> I hate rhyming. Oh yeah, I hate so poetry. Much. Period. I, that's what I've realized over the course nah. of blow these many episodes is. Okay. I don't know if I've ever heard a good poem at this point. Um, I certainly wouldn't admit to it. I think uh, like the first uh, ten or fifteen. Yeah, no, we're not. We're we, that part. Th that part of our life is over. We have departed from those dark <laughs> days. But yeah, I mean, like Creel, do you get? I I immediately hated Jack Mehoff of the internet here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this this one's this one's troubled just the narrative of it so but i think the the troubled narrative reflects the troubled author so i think it's a sly wink to the audience that this being bad is just a mirror of Jack's i am jack badness black sheep bad black sheepness <laughs> mm -hmm. so yeah i agree this this one has more struggles than the other two but I think the underlying theme of being blind is something we should all see Ooh, in ourselves. Woke. woke. Just sub sub snap for, for Creel's point. Um, my least favorite part in this pile of garbage is that next to last <laughs> paragraph, verse, whatever the fuck it is. Stanza. It's like he 
<laughs> to call Stanza, it a stanza seems George too much, Co. but yes. <laughs> um, it's it's like the it's like he couldn't figure out which word he liked better to rhyme with cash. So he just sh- so he needed the three. So he shoehorned mm-hmm. in another line at the end. I'm now out of sight, out of mind. I don't need you. I'll be all right. I don't need your blessing or your cash. Without your help, I'll make a splash. All just a dumb ride. Just a dumb. Like remove all of it. Remove all of it. Red pen. Red delete, pen. Delete, red pen. Delete. Delete. Without your. No, this needs to be in, in a bigger font size. With, I without your help, I'll make a splash. Land on my feet with a crash. Also, that kind of would denote that it was an unsuccessful. That his mother landing, was probably right landing. in telling him. That um, one might almost call it a crash. One would landing. call it that. One would tell him that no, Britney Spears' comeback is not something you should be so excited about. Um, <laughs> Which well, comeback? Am I right? Blindness, <laughs> right. I think the blindness he's speaking about is he thought he was right he all along, and he thought his mother was blind. But it turns out that he went his own way and he crashed. And then upon self-reflection, he realized he was blind, that she was being able to see all along. I don't think he, he turns around, though, Krill, because he ends it with... No, he I'm happier than ever now that he has crashed. Oh. <laughs> oh. My life's brand see, new. that's good. And most of all, mm-hmm. I'm not like you. This guy... So, again, this, well, was, this came know. out in 2008. Anybody want to guess what his favorite movie would have been that year? Mm. 2008. 2008. Not 2008. Iron Man 2. Krill, a guess? Paranormal Activity. I have no guess. Um, Maybe like uh, Iron Man 2? <laughs> guess. I just said Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> tank. It's not duty tank. Well, boys, I am happy to let you know that 2008 saw the release of Batman... Uh, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck the second one was that had Heath Ledger's Joker. The one with the Joker, So yeah. there is the root cause of all of this is Heath Ledger's Joker ah. does it again, ruins another young man. God. Oh, God. Well, some people that, like that, to that's watch that's the That's this guy all day, right, Creel? So. All day long. There's this, there's this mm-hmm, one scene, mm-hmm. there's this one scene in The Dark Knight where... Uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker in full Joker like face has a surgical mask and he's dressed up as a nurse to visit uh, Two Face like in the hospital and and yeah, Aaron mm-hmm. Eckhart as Two Aaron sure, Eckhart Carrie sure. Elways whoever whoever uh, Harvey Dent is um, you know he's he's newly new a newly minted newly Two-Face, freaked and newly freaked newly freak of the week Two Face and he. The Joker walks up to him with a surgical mask on, and he's like, oh, hey. And then the Joker takes off the surgical mask, revealing, like, the, the, the mouth. 20% yeah. of his face he was covering up. And, and Two-Face is like, oh, Joker! This is in a serious well, I guess you could story. say that maybe Two-Face was blind. Oh, that's true. Callback. That's very true. That is a callback aroni. But, yeah, 2008 was a very angry year. Um, white guys were really... White guys are really getting fed up with it. Um, And -hmm. clearly, I don't know that this person is white, but come on. Come on, guys. (laughs) 
Mick Mickeyfko. That's a that's not a that's not an ethnic name. <laughs> that's a Jewish name if I've ever seen one before. I hate this show. I hate this show. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have taken it over. <laughs> Fifteen forward. Fifteen. I I I believe I've spoken like two percent of the show. <laughs> no, it's a callback. Never mind. Never mind. So Judge Creel, uh, I'm not going to ask you to specifically rate any one of these poems. But I am going to give you the opportunity to mm-hmm. speak on bad mother poems in general. Do you think it can be good? Well, hmm. this one's tough because <laughs> it's hard for me to relate to this. It's, you know, I've been eating hamburgers all my life and then someone's trying to serve me something what? that isn't even windy. on the menu. <laughs> what? Just, he has let gone so, Just let it rip. So it's kind of like when you go to like a different town and like you're in the hotel room and you're used to uh-huh. your channels being on the TV and then you're like you hit the power button and then like the first six are like channels about the hotel you're like just just get me to the to the regular channels that's the way I feel about these poems <laughs> I, it's hard for me to get through them but I realize why they are there because as a guest in the hotel and in these persons. Uh, artwork, I need to be able to uh, orient myself. So I feel like these poems are orienting me to time, space, height, width, length, all of that stuff so I can get in on the universe that these people are trying to relate me to. So that's okay. So I'm that's all an in. A. <laughs> I like them. That's an A. What happened to the hamburgers? He's been eating them all his life, dude. Uh, well, I was ordering room service, and then I was reaching for the remote. So, okay. it's, it's like you've been eating hamburgers All your, life. your entire life. It's like, and then you can't get rid of the hotel channels. Totally, I get it. So much better it. at poetry than anybody we've ever done on this show. This man is playing four D chess. I mean, he man. does this on the fly, no preparation, yeah, just top of his head, gut feeling. That is his instinct, and that is the cutting. You know what? He uses the scalpel when other people use the cleaver. And that is what our Judge Creel do. And that is what we do here every single week to a piece of terrible writing <laughs> on the podcast that lambast terrible fiction writing. And you're one of your top 25 podcasts you should be listening to, I might add, mm-hmm. according to someone whose name is escaping me at the moment. As I look for it, Sean is where this is where you <laughs> fill this in. Uh, it was on soapbox.com. Soapbox.com. That Ooh, is my the favorite one. website. A highly reputable source for pop culture touchstones and cool ass shit. The premier tastemaker. Premier tastemaker. Taste Don't drop the soapbox. In, in all podcasts. He did it again. Um, he did it again. Don't drop the soapbox, folks. That's what we say hmm. here. Classic. At Jonathan Greenstein. Cold Dog Soup. Ain't no money in poetry. That's what sets a poet free. That's a I've name. had all the freedom I can stand. You got your cold dog soup and rainbow pie. All it takes to get me by. Fool my belly till the day I die Cold off suit and rainbow pie